got a lot of notes. It's going to be really impactful, so get ready. Um, welcome uh, to, to 2019 opening, opening week and opening season in, in our new environment. So thankful for uh, you guys being here and also thankful for the job you do covering not only our program and, and university, but, but also our student athletes. And, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, how we approached our, our practices and some of the things that we did within our program, it was a little more closed and, and uh, close to the vest, so to speak. But, but you know, as, as I mature and you look at, at what's good for the game of football, you look what's right for our student athletes, uh, I hope that, that you've gotten the coverage that, that you'd like to see out of our out of our program through fall camp. Um, you know, I look and the, the experience for our student athletes on, on the time that they've got in our program, I want it to be a wonderful experience with great success in every area, whether it uh, uh, on, the, on the field, in the classroom, in the community. Uh, and one of those ways is to allow their stories to be told and, and that's where you guys bridge the gap. And I'm thankful um, for the the way that we've been able to work together and the way that you continue to uh, tell their story. So you got, you made it in the nick of time. If 30 more seconds, we were running laps. So you guys are, you guys are early. Um, really excited to kick off the season. Um, you know, it's, I don't know that you would talk to a coach in, in America that, that had, didn't have a little bit of feeling of, of excitement or anxious or whatever descriptive word you want to, you want to put on that. But, you know, we're in the position now, just had our Tuesday practice this morning, uh, full preparation for Wyoming as we have been now for a few days. And, you know, kind of finding, fine tuning our, our game plan and the way that we're gonna feel, you know, in all three phases of the game that, that put our kids in position to, to play fast and, and have success. So uh, it's, been, it's been a really good body of work up to this point. Uh, we also know the scoreboard hasn't been on uh, at this point. So the, the unknowns of going into the first week on protecting the ball, you know, making sure you find ways to get it back, you know, the, the number of penalties you can, uh, you know, not, not have on your side, all of those things that, you know, how are we going to react when the lights come on for the first time? I'm, I'm anxious to get there. Uh, like the, the group that we've got going into week one. And, you know, that started the day after really the night of our, our bowl game last year, just the building the, the new, uh, the new team and what we were going to be in 2019 and really emphasizing the culture and the leadership and what our program was going to be about. Um, a, a strong, strong group of leaders in our locker room. The culture of who we are is really starting to become more clear cut in the vision of, of not only how we approach game day, but, but also who we are as people and what this group is going to become and the differences they're going to make in society for the next 40 to 50 years of their life and look at uh, all the opportunities we have to teach uh, our young student athletes and get them in position a year more into the program, a little bit more defined about who we are and the direction and the vision that we're going. I am I'm honored and, and humbled to be the head coach of, of this group and they've given me, they've given me a whole lot uh, and, and I'm trying to serve them and pour back into them uh, with everything that I have. Um, and our, our staff is as well. I look at the staff and the group of guys that we've got, um, not only coaching a position, so the 10 assistant coaches, but also the analysts and the graduate assistants. And then you break out into our, our sports medicine area, 
equipment operations, academic services, all the different folks that touch our kids, that, that make the Mizzou experience what it is. Um, I'm at ease with, with the group that we've got in our entire organization because I know that everyone's aligned with the vision that we want and how we're gonna move this program forward. So um, a few days ago, I guess, or a couple of days ago now, we voted as, uh, as a team for our team captains going into this year. And every team's a little bit different on when you wanna do that. We've got a great group of leaders, like I said earlier, uh, but we wanted to you know, get that down to who are the captains going into week one uh, for this for this team and this year. And I think you know, we look at the, the, the work that these five guys have put in that we named captains, Kel Garrett, Jordan Elliott, Kelly Bryant, DeMarcus Acey, and, and Larry Roundtree. So there's three seniors, two juniors, and the things that those guys have done from you know, the day that they stepped on campus, they've earned respect, they've gone about everything that they've done in, in a way that, that uh, commands leadership and, and responsibility, and I'm proud of them for that. But also, you know, the challenge for the rest of the team, we've got a lot of leaders on our team, and it doesn't matter if you're a freshman or a fifth-year senior, you know, we've still got our leadership council, and we've got all the different guys in position that, you know, it's gonna take us all. So just because we designated five captains, that doesn't mean that the leadership stops throughout the team. But I'm, uh, I'm humbled by the way that this group continues to work and the vision and the togetherness and the love that they've shown for each other on what we're going to be about going into this first game uh, in 2019. Um, our opponent going into uh, Laramie, Wyoming uh, is one that, that I've got a lot of respect for, their head coach and Craig Bowl. Uh, they finished up the year last year six and six, won their last four games. Um, they make, you know, no, there's no questions about how they want to play. They play tough, they play disciplined. Uh, they want to run the football, they stop the run, they're aggressive on defense. So, you know, we know that there will be challenges there. We need to focus on preparing the right way and our habits and the things that we are, have established from the end of the year last year until Saturday night at, at 5.30 Mountain Time that, that they, uh, they know that uh, we're going to be on full display. So um, with that, I'll open it up for questions. Be happy to uh, spend some time in that, in that regard. Where did you uh, learn anything about your defense through camp or just through the offseason that you weren't quite certain about you feel good about now? Yeah, I think, you know, it was with any time you have changes in staff and, you know, you always want to make sure that you get the right fit for the, the position. And, you know, just with the hiring of David Gibbs on that side, but then also with Vernon and Ryan and Brick back together, again, there was some carryover with, uh, Vernon and, and David worked together at Houston, so they had some familiar backgrounds together. Ryan has known David for a long time, so it was a seamless transition. So I moved that out of out of the thought process pretty quickly once you know we started had a chance that we knew we were going to have a chance to hire him. Uh, but then also the the ability that he's helped on in the back end on giving some really individual coaching technique and points to our corners, I think has helped us. It's helped Ryan. Uh, alleviate some of the things as, as a coordinator has to do each week uh, and has him focused on some different areas which has helped but also the development that Brick has done with their defensive line and Vernon with their linebackers uh, the staff is really good they've got a lot of experience between them but now collectively together their thoughts you know sitting in the room with them um, you know it's it's fun to sit back and listen to them talk because they're all speaking the same language. And I think now you come into the, the defensive unit room as we are now and, and listen to their players talk and they sound like we're all on the same page. We have the ability to play fast. And I think we've got some things uh, up front that we're able to do that will allow 
know, to be a little more creative in, in getting a pass rush, which will help. I think our coverage has become a little bit better over the 22 practices we've had this fall camp, and plus the other work in spring and, and the off season. So, you know, the experience that we've got back, I think you look at those guys just on the field, they look like they're a much more confident group right now than we were at any point last year. Um, so that's now we got to equate it to playing, you know, for four quarters and doing it at that level. So a, a lot of different things that, that I feel about that, the way that that group has, has grown and matured and excited to see them cut loose and, and, and go play well together. Yeah, I think you look, you know, it's, you guys know my affinity for or lack thereof of depth charts. I really don't, uh, you know, I think it's important that we know kind of who's lined up where. But, you know, Nico Hayes not on the tight end depth chart, but but he's going to play Saturday. He's probably going to play a lot. So we just put the top two guys out there. Um, you know, McGuire's done a nice job. Martez has as well. Stacy Brown's another guy that, that's going to figure in. Devin Nicholson's done some things here lately at linebacker that, that you know, this on special teams, I think he can help. Thalen Robinson on, on offense has got an opportunity to help us. Uh, you know, Anthony Watson, Watkins at running back, he is, uh, you know, he's kind of a difference maker in a lot of different roles. So, you know, as a staff, you continue to push those guys and find ways that, that they can help you. And I think, you know, I met with the, the newcomers the other night. And I don't want them to, just because week one, you know, they're fourth or whatever it is on the that, that that means nothing other than that week, that's where you are, and let's keep working and pushing because we've, you know, like last year, we played 13 or 15 true freshmen. We're gonna, if we can get them ready to go play, they're gonna go help us. Coach, I didn't see Alex finally out on the field today. Yeah, Alex met with me early this morning um, and decided that he was gonna be finished with football. You know, and, and it's uh, such a great kid and kind of a, a different story on, on how his career has gone. A local kid from Rockbridge, you know, known his family for forever, I feel like, and then went to Oregon, transferred here. Um, you know, and, and a respect, you know, the reasons why he wanted to step away now from the from the game. And uh, I appreciate the work that he put into our program. He's graduated. He's already got his master's degree, and he's working on you know a second degree within the master's program. So he's content with kind of what his career ended up ended up being. And there's always a point when you realize maybe you need to step away. And, and for him, uh, he said he's been you know weighing on him. He had you know. Uh, this offseason was hard for him and uh, with all the things that he went through and at this point he feels like it's better to, to uh, be finished with, with football and, and uh, we'll support him and, and uh, make sure that he's got the things he needs to to continue to be successful. I don't think Lindsey Scott was out there today as well. Do you have an update on him? I, he wasn't out there and it, uh, over the weekend met with Lindsey a couple times and he's going to uh, look at possibly transferring and you know I I, I don't want to lose anybody in our program of these two guys. You know, I, I don't like losing guys. Uh, but also you look at the experience on, on what each student athlete wants and what they think is best for them and, and their future. And uh, you know, there's only one quarterback that's you know, going to play unless there's injuries and all those things. And um, you know, Lindsey's been through you know, a, a couple different schools and a transfer. And, and for him, the window of opportunity on what's left in his college career, he thought, uh, he's going to look at the opportunity maybe to go somewhere else. Coach Mizzou has played Wyoming twice in program history. What's it like to prepare a team, yet alone a home opener? Oh, excuse me, a season opener. Against? You know, on the road or what, what's the question? So Mizzou and Wyoming have played twice mm -hmm. in a program history. So what's it like to prepare 
a team, especially in a season opener? Well, you look any any opener that you're going to play. There, there's a uh, you get all the the film from the previous year and do analytical studies on you know, the percentages of what they were last year, and then you match up the the reports on anything that you can get over the course of their spring practices. You follow their reports and you try to find out as much information as you can, and then piece together you know base offense defense plan on how you think you can attack that and. You know this game is no different than than our other openers that we've had, but you know we understand that the the unknown and going into a week one and there's always unknown in a game and then you make in-game adjustments and uh, so you know we had some familiar with uh, background with at least the personnel because we played them last year, so we'll put all those things into what we think is giving our kids the best chance at at the game plan and and then. You know, after the first series, you make adjustments. Within the series, you make calls and adjustments that you think uh, on the things that you're getting and seeing. So, uh, really, about us, about studying what we know, the, the known factors, and what we know about them, and then focusing on ourselves, being in position to play our best. How different do they look with the quarterback who, who just played a handful of games last year? Yeah, he played in the four games, and and I they look a lot different to me. And you know, just what they want to do offensively. You know, the ability he brings in running the ball. He's a tough kid, uh, and admire the way that he plays. He's gritty. Uh, they do some things in in the past game, which I've read about, and you know, don't don't have video on anything that they've done, but it, you know, you, you hear and see and look and read enough that, you know, they are confident in, in the way he's throwing the ball. And they do have some experience on the outside of the receiving position, so you know, I think we'll get more of a balanced attack, but I don't think we make any uh, any confusion about it. They want to run the ball. Aaron, you have two guys on I think at this point, you know, I worry about them all, but uh, those guys are, are experienced. You know, they've, they've been in the, in the arena, so to speak, um, and, they, and they practiced well. So, you know, with those factors, I think there's always some comfort level that they will have in, in having experience uh, in being in those situations that, you know, they know the pregame routine. They know, you know, the things that they need to do to get ready for themselves and then for us as a staff on making sure that, you know, we don't, you know, Kelly's got to go play his game and, and let's make sure that we put him in a comfortable position with some of our calls. Same thing with Albert, you know, get him, get him back uh, into the game. But they are a lot more confident about the way that they're going to go play than, than uh, probably any of us sitting in the room. Oh, well, I think you really, we look at it, we've got three starters at that position, and I would you know, venture to guess that, that at the end of game one that they'll have pretty equal snaps. They both earned you know, an opportunity to play. I think we're going to play at a high level. Uh, I'm fortunate that we've got three that we feel that way with. And I think Adam Sparks keeps coming and getting back to his uh, true, true ability level and over the injury, and so you know, we've got to keep those guys healthy but excited about the work that they put in. Uh, hopefully, a lot of wins and productive offensive play, and uh, we'll see. You know, he's got a, he's got a unique skill set, but he's also um, very determined on on wanting to play well. And he's put in a lot of work. You know, and the opportunity is there for him because of all the things around him uh, with with the playmakers and the ability that 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 he has himself. 
but also I want to the expectations that he feels that, that we've all put on him. Uh, we need 10 guys around him to play really well, and then he needs to go be him. He doesn't need to try to do something that he's not. Coach, how has Maurice Massey impressed you so far this year? How do you see utilizing him in his first season? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's been through 22 practices, and he's gotten better each day. He's got a skill set. He's got good length. Uh, he's got good linear speed. He's understanding what we need out of the, the calls when he's in the game or in the in the practice situations at this point. Um, he's got a good, you know, long arms, good catch radius. Um, he's been more physical maybe than I thought he would be at the point of attack, blocking some of the things on the perimeter, so that's good. Uh, but also I got to see him react, you know, when the lights come on. So uh, he's got the ability. We got to keep pushing him. I think if we look at him what he is today and then we talk again in four weeks, I think he can be a, a, a different player even now. Uh, even then, than he is now. Barry, I don't know if you saw on Friday that Mississippi State had a ruling in a similar case to you guys with the NCA. And I mean, I don't expect you know they're chasing out or anything, but does it change your level of optimism off the day when you that was it? Or you it, it doesn't change my level of optimism, comfort, uh, knowledge at, at not one bit. I think every case is different. And uh, now, should it? Yeah, probably so. But I've learned. You know, months ago, any time that I spend on that, I'm not I'm not doing right for my football team. So, uh, if I sit around and read and think and try to predict the future, then then I'm fooled. Given that Lindsey may be leaving and and uh, Sean can't play, do you have to have Connor Bazelak now ready? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. And um, I wondered if we would get into this position. You know, maybe in spring ball early on, uh, Connors has trained as uh, in, in a in a way that I admire his maturity because he understands he's a play away from being in the mix and being maybe even more than in the mix. So he's done a great job mentally of preparing. But he's all we also, you know, two weeks ago got him a lot of reps with the twos and threes to make sure we kind of knew what we had and. If that ever got to the point that he was out there in a game situation that we knew what we could do offensively. I know there's been lots of talk about the, the altitude over 7,000 in Wyoming. Uh, what do you do to prepare for that? And also, how do you strike the balance between preparing for it and not making it too big of a deal? That's a very good point. Okay? <laughs> how do you make it a big point, but also not make it a big point, right? And I think it's important, just like, and we've addressed it, we've talked about it. Um, also, the first time I brought it up, there's a handful of our guys looked at me. And it's like, so what's the big deal about altitude? So anyway, I went into you know, history lesson 101 on what altitude was and what that did to your body. Uh, it was a pretty good lesson. I wish you guys would have been there. Um, but it, just like if we were stepping into a game that's going to be 110 degrees, we talk about that. We talk about the factors, the, the environment, um, you know, the arena that we're stepping into. And I think, you know, more than anything, our, our sports medicine and nutrition uh, department reached out in the off season and did as many studies as they could on how to change our diet three weeks up to the game, and we did that. Uh, and then also understanding, you know, when, when the ball's kicked off at 5.33 p.m. Mountain Time that we're playing ball. And, you know, I know they post the elevation up and all, you know, I would too, uh, but, uh, you know, it's. I think the field's 100 yards long and 53 and a third yards wide. And, um, we got to be aware of it. We don't need to spend too much time on it. What are your kind of thoughts on having a non-conference schedule? Like, you know, 
I don't know when the schedule was made. I'm guessing it was made in probably 2009 uh, when Dave Christensen was there, uh, would be my guess. So, you know, I don't, they tell me who we're playing, where we're playing, and when to go do it, and I get my team ready to go play. So, um, scheduling, you know, I, I think there's a number of folks I'd like to play in the non-conference game. Um, I'll keep that to who I want those guys to be. Do you like having a road game early, like ahead of conference? Well, it'll tell us a little bit about ourselves, you know, and you, you always look at the road opportunities on, you take 70 guys and, you know, it's take the approach of us against everybody. And we've had that approach since January anyway, you know what I mean? So um, it, it will be a good test to see who we are as a team. Coach, you had a couple crazy games the first weekend of the season. Do you think the, the, the your, your first game of the year, does it lend itself to more variance? Well, you look at, you know, the, the thing that you, I pointed out, we had whatever the, the games were on Saturday, I guess, that, that um, when our Sunday night team meeting had clips from both of those games, uh, the Florida game and then the Arizona game, and, and we tried to teach from those moments on, you know, the opportunities in early games, what really shows up. And you, know, you look at, you know, the turnover margin, you look at the penalty game, look at kicking and special teams, look at tackling, all those things that you always want to make improvements in, but, but also this is the first time out the gate. You know, we haven't tackled that much live uh, with this team. We've done it a couple times. You do all the drill work that you want, but, but also there, there's a number of things that go into tackling, and, and you know, one of them is understanding what you're doing and then doing it at the speed that you need to to have a chance to make the tackle. Technique, obviously, is a big part of that. So those things, you know, you do you do turnover drills and takeaway drills, and then offensively you do drills to protect the ball, but that's so huge in any game, but especially early on uh, to have a chance to have success. With Jeff Coat and Wilkins, none of them charge that you ruled them out for this week? I would say um, Wilkins is, is definitely out. I think he will be back uh, the following week, and, and Trajan's going to get another uh, MRI at the end of the week, but he, he will not be able to play this week, and I would expect him back. Uh, very soon. Coach, um, Jalen has alluded to how beneficial uh, Jonathan Nance's presence has been in terms of helping him grow as a player and the leadership that he offers. Can you talk a little bit about how uh, that, that dynamic has helped the receiving core uh, overall for this offseason? Yeah, you look at any, anybody that's got some experience and in, in older in classification, you know, you hope that they bring some of that to the meeting room and to the practice habits, and, uh, and Jonathan has done that. So. You know the the ability. Then you bring in a, a guy that's that uh, has experience and he's played in games. He's played in conference games. Um, how does how does he give the message? And then how's the message received? So um, you know I've watched him develop since he's been here. You know when he first got here. It's like you know, first day of school and you're new guy in, in class and everybody's kind of looking at you and filling it out. And um, for him, he he was open and I think he's a closet funny guy I've learned he's made fun I think he's got a pretty good impression of me I've heard you know behind every you know behind the scenes um, but he is a likable guy and also he's practiced to the the speed and the level that you would expect from a guy that's a, a fourth or fifth year senior so that's been a positive for us you listed uh, your first news conference in here just to the South Zone, everything it's awesome. It's great, and so thankful for all the folks that have played a part in pulling it off. You know, it takes the leadership on campus, 
the leadership within the athletic department, the vision on getting it done, uh, and obviously the financial backing to make it happen. And then all the different, you know, over the last couple of weeks, there's been over 300 employees here uh, a day on trying to get it ready. And I think we're close. There's still, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how to turn on the lights in some rooms and some of those things. But you look at for our kids and the student athlete experience uh, for what they will have. And then the other 550 student athletes on it opens up a lot of things across the street, again, for a number of sports. But it's a, uh, it's a terrific building. Uh, the most important thing uh, are the people inside the building. But I'm really thankful uh, that, that we're living in it. This is home and all the people that poured in everything that they had to to, to get it done. Uh, we got a lot of respect for, and I don't take it lightly because I know how hard it was to, to get this thing from from the vision that started to, to where we are today. Coach, you had uh, Jalen Knox and Cam Scott kind of listed in that third wide receiver spot together. How do you expect that to play out? And yeah, both it's kind of like the corner position. I mean, they're both starters. They're going to play a lot. You know, they, they can all both of them can play really all three receiver positions. So, and there's going to be a time that they're both on the field at the same time would be my guess. Uh, they, they've earned the opportunity to be starters and that's that's kind of how we look at it. And then what do you expect from the group of linebackers that you have only two on the field probably at one time? What do you expect from those guys this week? Well, you look at Nick Bolton on the, the progress he's made in a year of being here. Um, you know, he's got a chance of being a really good player. And I think he's got the guy lined up next to him is one of the best linebackers in college football in Kill Garrett. And the way he approaches his work every day, the, the way he leads, the way he plays, the way he backs up everything he talks about. And, uh, you know, those two together, they, they play off of each other well, a lot like, you know, Kale and Therese did last year. Uh, but also we know that, you know, we're a play away from those other guys being in there and being, you know, Jamal Brooks has really made up some ground as has Aubrey Miller and, you know, Cam Wilkins was before he went down. Chad Bailey's made some ground up here in the last couple of weeks. Um, so we've just got to get some of those younger guys keep coming uh, because, you know, those two have, have played at, played at a high level. We need them to do it for four quarters and then and and get us in the right in the right call and the right thing that we need. You know, the call within the call. And we, we lean a lot on, on our linebackers to get that done. Yeah, so I'm going to preface this by saying I'm listening to you when you said don't read much in the depth chart. Yeah, we do. I mean, our punt returner tomorrow would be Rashad Floyd. I, I hope he's listed as one, is he? And then Jonathan yes. Johnson's in there as well. You know, he's got a lot of returns uh, under his belt. And then on the back end, you know, kind of what we're um, looking at is, is there's a number of guys we're trying to find a way to get an extra touch in the game. And that's why we're, we're working so many guys at that spot. Coach, what do you think about the depth overall? Well, you, you look and you try to recruit and, and fill holes that you've got on your roster, and I think we've been able to creatively do that. But also I'm ready to get some of those guys' game experience, you know, to really develop the depth. I think we've had some real good competition uh, as camp has, has gone on. Um, you know, I'm anxious to get now some more guys in at position because, you you know, on the offense defensive line, you, you're always uh, – that position is so important. And then – and our staff is tired of me saying that because you know then you want another guy that you can throw the ball to or another runner or whatever it is. So, but you, you try to piece in in experience on what is going to make your team, your current team, as, as good as they can be. And 
that we've developed through the off-season program and spring ball and some of the things uh, with our depth that we're at a position. We're not we're not deep enough at any spot. Uh, so let's let's all make a pact that we that we stay really healthy this year and, and we don't have to test that that depth. Still no word on the postseason bans. So has there been talk in the locker room about what the season means to the players? Mm, I mean, not regarding the postseason ban. We, we've talked about what the season means to us um, and the opportunity that we have Saturday night to, to have our first opportunity to play. We know that we're going to get the news whenever that happens, whatever it's going to be, and then you, you look at how do you handle that. You, the attitude, the mindset, the demeanor, the grit, the toughness, the togetherness, the love, the things that you build your program on, they'll shine through. All right, Coach. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Coach. Glad I didn't have to run. <laughs>